to the Misfits for Jesus radio ministry and podcast. How are you, ladies and gentlemen? Or should I say men and lady? Because there's one lady and, well, two gentlemen and Mr. Lamont. Tim, would you say hi to Mr. Lamont for me, please? Uh, Randy says hi, Mr. Lamont. That's right. The crowd is finally understanding. Still not talking. Well, you know, at least he's staying in the studio. For now. Oh, well. There he goes. There he goes. His wife's happy. He's very quiet. Well, it's funny because Annette, <laughs> Annette Belcher's in the studio, too, and she also is, is one of those equestrians. So how far would you say Mr. Lamont rode away? Hmm. I don't know. Looked like he fell off about three blocks. Did he? <laughs> hey, Lamont! Tighten up that leash. I'm sorry. Can you tell Mr. Lamont to come back when yeah. you finish this show? Okay. Mr. Lamont, Randy would like you to come back because we need to finish the show. <laughs> you know what? Quick. He's good, Tim. He really responds to you. We should have started this years ago. Right. <laughs> We'd have a lot less problems. So, Annette, you had texted last week. We'll get to that later mm-hmm. with the uh, our little text line. But I want to talk about this thing that you have going. A lot of you that are are longtime listeners have never called in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're have just heard listeners. your testimony. Um, but you have this new deal, and and we were talking about that off the air. And I really like this this two by two almost discipling. Mm-hmm. And I think I had a cursory glance at it a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a little bit unique in some regards, correct? Right. Yes. It's more than just getting together and just reading, but how did you come across this thing and explain that, what you got going? Um, it's called Life Transformation Groups, and Neil Cole is the one that wrote a book called Cultivating a Life for God. It's about getting together, being accountable to someone, reading the Bible. It's not a Bible study. You're not doing a meditation. You're just reading through the Bible together as a group of two or three. Let me hit pause right there. Yeah. And we'll, we'll pick it up from there. And, and what you guys to weigh on this. Is that, it sounds revolutionary, but it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> because when you said that, you said, well, we're not stopping. We're just reading the Word. Right. You have so, to get it in your head at some point. Right. Now, we've been studying the Word for right. 30 years. Mm-hmm. Or actually, if I'm honest, 20. <laughs> right. And even some okay, of those 18. years. Well, yeah, some of those years were okay. reluctant. But, Two or three. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's interesting because you're not – it's it's doable because you're saying – first of all, she said, well, they only have to read about 35 chapters a, a, a day. Week. I was a like, week. what? A week. And she goes, no, 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 oh, no. Yeah. People no, no, falling no. off right and <laughs> left doing that. I was like, okay. Yeah. So five to seven chapters a day, which right. maybe takes an hour. Maybe. For me, yeah, because I read slow. Okay. So I give it to my husband and it's What do you guys think of minutes. that? Just That's a lot of dedication reading. to do that every yeah. every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, seven chapters. Well, you, in, know. you know, people talk about I'm in the middle of something that, and I needed I need a verse. If it's not in your Rolodex, right. in your brain, right. God can't bring it to the forefront and say, remember when I said such and such. If True. it's not in there, so we're reading, just no stuff. I mean, if he if something jumps out at you, underline it or highlight it, whatever you like to do, and finish your reading and then go back to it. Okay. Most people are already doing a daily devotional or they're doing mm-hmm. a Bible study at right. their church, right? And that's different. This is just to read it to get it in your brain. So we we decided we would start 
this particular batch of, we started a couple of months ago, we would start at Matthew and then do the Old Testament. And then when you get all Now done. you're meeting in person or are you Zooming this? In person. So in person, in person at a coffee shop, I know a good one. <laughs> Righteous Road. World Brew right there, right, the shameless plug for Righteous Ride yeah. and World <laughs> Brew. And that's exactly what that is supposed to be from eight to right. three. Mm-hmm. So it'd be a great place to meet together and do these groups. Right. Yeah. It's just two or three people. It's easy to move two or three people. I can't meet at six fifteen. Maybe I can meet at six thirty today. But next week we'll go back. But you try to move twelve or fifteen. It's not going to happen. Yeah, we tried that back. We, it is yeah. not going to happen. But if I'm only meeting with me and two ladies, and we're meeting at denny's on you know four o'clock on tuesday afternoon and i am running late i can text the other two ladies i'll be there at 4 30 right and that's when we start and it's only an hour by the time we order whatever we're going to eat for supper and we do our little discussion and answer our little accountability questions with each other did you do your reading this week and if one of us hasn't finished I told you about when I read John 11 weeks in a row. <laughs> you start over? Are you serious? Yeah, that's we what you all do? start. No so one So this is like the wrestling oh, team yeah, or a basketball team. That's, that's if what the coach person, would do. All right. Yeah. You're tough coach. Beginning again. Yeah. So, well, in, I, in wow. the original group of LTG, Life Transformation Group that I was in, there were um, eight ladies, and we decided we were going to do this with women that we knew. Okay. We wanted to start together just to see how doable it is. And so we decided that we're going to read. We started with the book of John. That's my favorite book. Yeah. And we're going to read the book of John all in one week. Not very big. Not a real big deal. Well, 11. It was 10 weeks. 11th week, we finally all ten all eight of us got through it and we could move on and we went to matthew (laughs) you know it well though don't you but for some reason i needed to read john 11 times 11 weeks in a row Mm -hmm. it you know you get something different every time and when you when you go back and you read it the second time or the third your brain says oh i remember this part right Right. and then sometimes because each time i read it something different jumped out at me god was speaking to me through different things and he calls stuff to my attention that i need to work on or he'll say you're doing really good at this and if you're not getting it in your head it's not going to get in your heart right right long distance right (laughs) david said i've hidden your word in In my my heart heart, you can't get there without going in the head first i love it and a lot of people do audio books I tell them that's cheating. I, I, I don't I, mind you doing the audio, but I want you seeing the words yeah. at the same time. You ever try And you're reading out loud. Yes. You know, that's the Middle Eastern thing because all, all the stuff mm-hmm. that then, and yes. like reading the Torah, they always, in Jewish always. culture, always right. read it out loud. Out loud. It's like. It's not a secret. No. It's, it's like reading it on steroids. Right. Mm-hmm. Especially for those of <laughs> us that grew up in the 80s. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> we might want to read it out loud, audio, and then read it 12 right. times. You know, yeah. and then you whatever it takes. But right. Yeah, whatever it takes. Wow. But if you're going to do the audio thing, then pick a translation, look at it, you know, whatever Bible you have, read it along with the audio at the same time. I have to do, I have to get it in my head through my ears and my eyes, or it doesn't stay. So a lot of times Richard will read with me. He'll read out loud. I'm following along in my book, in my Bible, the same time. So you got the same group of ladies? Has anybody bailed yet? 
Um, nobody's bailed, but they've started their own group. Okay. Well, that's good. That's so very So we cool. have um, several at, at Misfits that have started with me, and a couple of them, I have someone I want to do this with, and it doesn't have to be a believer. It can be someone who's seeking. Oh, right. Right. You know, who can lose by reading the book of John? Exactly. Well, you know, if it's an if they it's won't a be lost long if you read that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if it's someone who's truly seeking, a non-believer truly seeking, then I start with the book of John because everything is laid out. He writes yep. as Jesus the Messiah. Yep. I do that, but several of them have I want to do this with somebody else, and so we started together. When the group got to four, now it's three, and it ended up being four again. So two people have, you know, have split. When it gets to be four, it's considered a pregnant group. They need to split. <laughs> <laughs> so Annette, the the whole purpose of this is not really to have a Bible study, but right. just to like download the Word of God into exactly. your brain. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. and I've I've long been a proponent of, of memorizing <laughs> Scripture. Because if you don't have it in your head when you need it, right, it doesn't do you any good for it to be in the Bible because you don't always have don't the Bible with in, you. That's true. Your Bible needs to be in your heart and in your head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get it in your head, it's like you, like Randy said, it's not moving to your heart. I mean, and I, I even go to the extreme for me to memorize something, I have to write it down. Yes. So <laughs> I end up copying. I do that big too. parts of scripture. I've seen Tim pull out. Pockets full of, of verses, of verses <laughs> on you. Like, what is that thing? Those like Kleenexes mm-hmm. or something. That's Tim scriptures, but that's yeah. That's why you know the word like you do. That's yeah. why your life is yeah, exactly. coming together. Whatever you're struggling with, I I look it up. You know, you can do an internet search. Oh yeah. On that, and it'll give you all the verses pertaining to mm-hmm. that. And then I go and I write them all down on a notebook piece of paper, and carry it in my pocket until it's mm-hmm. in my head, mm-hmm. and then. I know That's it, awesome. and then we go on to the next one. <laughs> you have a really good grasp of the funny thing about Tim, Tim in particular. You have a really good grasp of the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. And, and the funny thing is, all of us that are doing what you're talking about, Annette, have that same ability because God promises, "I'll give you the mm-hmm. words to say when you need them." Right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you don't have not to know this was you know in Jewish culture and even early on they didn't have the numbers in the verse. No. It, it, you know, they did that for us to look them up. As long as, because some people, yeah. well, I just don't know where it is. Yeah, but you're it's hiding the word, not the number. Yeah. You're hiding the word in your heart. It's nice right. to know yeah. to be able to get to it, but just right. the main thing, mm-hmm. getting that word read. Right. And then that, that's a really unique thing. But you had some some questions on your little, let me get mine. I gave it to she you. She gave me one. And well, yes, think, think we're going to be doing this. Think about how <laughs> essential reading is to your walk with Christ. Right. That's why you hear us preaching that every single week. We say exactly. you have to read the Word. Now, you may not like it, but you have to because mm-hmm. it will strengthen your walk. I won't start my day without reading the Word. If if I get to work and I haven't been able to read at home for whatever, I sit in the break room at work and do, do my reading first before <laughs> I before I start work because it's a daily dose man I mean you just start the car without the gas you gotta gotta have it every day Mm -hmm. yeah and what a great environment to go to a place of work like that and you're having sometimes if I if I polo Tim or I text him I forget uh oh this is devotional time and even when I talk to Mark am I interrupting devotional time no no I was at 9 o'clock or whatever but (laughs) that was at 530 (laughs) right right. you were sleeping but I'm gonna read some of these these are pointed Mm mm-hmm questions like that you guys are asking each other but like we talked mm-hmm. about questions like this when you have an accountability partner 
They're only valuable if you're being honest. Right. And, and that's why the group is small of only two or right. three, because I'll be honest, and it needs to be same sex, too. Right. We yeah, have, right, right. Unless it's husband sure. and wife, and they've got their own questions, and they got another issue that needs to happen. But. Yeah, Len knows all the answers to mine. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, and Richard fills in the blank. <laughs> How am I messed up, honey? Oh, let me fill in the blank, Randy. I'll tell you. Well, but, I'll, I'll answer a question, and Richard will tell me. He'll say, you might want to think about that a little bit longer, and then answer it again. I'm like, uh, Dang, Good knows. advice. Wait a minute, Richard he has the, the spiritual red pencil. He does. Yeah. Like Mrs. Lucia <laughs> yeah. Well, we used okay. to get some marked up sheets. We back did, then, didn't we? I'm gonna come back to you in a second. The progress report. Mm-hmm. That was funny, oh. wasn't it? Yeah, it was really funny. <laughs> Still Let me read one of these questions. This is just one. <laughs> Have you been a testimony this week to the greatness of Jesus Christ with both your words and actions? Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a hard time. And we're not getting into that. That's off air discussion. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Let's see. And, uh, well, uh, I mean, Jesus sets the bar so high. Right. And, and, and he sets the bar so high, but we, we aim for it, coming up short, but it, we're covered by grace. Amen. But we don't go sinning because, you know. Right. Because, of, but, because we can. Right. We can. Right. Yeah, because we Adrian can. says, I can sin all I want to. I just don't want to. Right. You know? right. Number two, have you been exposed to sexually alluring material or allowed your mind to entertain inappropriate sexual thoughts about one, about another this week? Hmm. Number three, have you lacked integrity in your financial dealings or coveted something that does not belong to you? I love these questions because mm-hmm. this gets right to the heart of yeah. our problem. Four, have you been honoring, understanding, or generous in your important relationships this week? Number five, have you damaged another person by your words, either behind their back or face-to-face? Hmm. Oops. What you talking about, Willis? Yeah, beer. I don't like these questions very much at all. Hey, I'm quitting this interview. Now. Oh yeah, well, we're out, man. But you know the cool thing about when you're doing this in your little mm-hmm. groups, you can improve on these. You can oh, see yeah. noticeable improvement. Mm-hmm. Because if we, Paul says, if we don't examine ourselves, then who knows? Or especially, right. okay, right. Number six, have you given in to an addictive behavior this week? And if so, explain. And it's not necessarily drugs and alcohol. It could be any. We had one that the girls quit smoking. Okay. It could be gossiping. Oh, it could be. It could, be it could be getting Anything. angry. Yeah. It could yeah. popping off. It could be yeah. any type of thing. Okay. Any kind of behavior, behavior that you're. Right. Have you continued to remain angry towards one another? Bear, I forgive you, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nah, we're not. We're not. <laughs> that was a hey girl. <laughs> I'm not angry. Yeah, let it go. Right. That let was last go. week. Yeah, let it go, Eight, man. Have you secretly wished for another's misfortune? So that you might excel. Ooh. Oh wow! Yeah, she did. Oh, oh I can't And then it has a little slot here on number nine for your own personal question, yeah, which ours, I think that's cool. We one of my groups, the one that that I am in, that's for my accountability. And we wrote, "What have you held back from God?" Oh, okay. Wow. Hmm. The thing about accountability is, if if you know that you're accountable to somebody for whatever mm-hmm. it it makes you live a cleaner life oh yeah i mean you're right because you, you know that somebody's going to be asking you or somebody's going to talk somebody's mm-hmm. going to talk to you about how, what you're doing and how you're doing things right and uh that's why the bible says iron sharpens iron and that yeah uh, a, a three-parted rope is not easily broken because Mm-hmm. We have to be accountable to each other to to make because we're out there all by our lonesome 
who cares, you know? And right. Let's do this, guys. Let's take a quick break. Apparently, I just got the nod from Mr. Lamont. Lang Insurance is your local, trusted, independent insurance agency for 40 years and growing. Steve Lang says, I dare you to compare your current home and auto insurance policy to our top 10 insurance companies. Most of the time, we will save you money, sometimes thousands. Either way, you will know that you have the best policy at the best price. Lang Insurance, someone local you can trust for a free, no obligation insurance quote on home auto business life and health call 636-229-7000 636-229-7000 or go to langinsurance.com 24 7 dare to compare lang insurance welcome back we are actually on on that our 10th of the 11 questions mm-hmm. number 10 did you finish the reading and hear <laughs> from God? And what are you going to do about it? Ooh, take le- action. Yeah, that's yeah, very. We were talking about that yesterday. It's, it's one action. thing to read it. you got to act on it, too. Right. right. You know, Don't James, just be here. Right? Yeah, yes. James, James, James says, says yeah. you're a man that looks in the mirror here. and then forgets yep. what he sees. Exactly. Yep. Oh, James just busted. Be a doer, <laughs> man. Not yep. just a hearer. 11. <laughs> Have you been completely honest with me? Wow. <laughs> that's a rough one sometimes. And it finishes with a scripture from James. Mm-hmm. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another so that you may be healed. Amen. Wow. So good. This is a really cool That's deal. pretty powerful. Yep. Any ladies break down and cry? Yeah. All I feel the like time. right now. <laughs> I was going to say, I bet they did. That's pretty, All the time. That's pretty close to heart, some of those questions. There huh? are two men in, in Misfits that meet together. Really? Mm-hmm. And I gave them the book that that came out of and they've read it so there's a whole book that comes with this yes uh-huh. okay so it's, what's that is, website again it's um it's called cultivating a life for god and amazon has it the the writer the author is neil cole is he a friend of yours is that the I guy met, that you edited the book yeah we our team edited the second helped edit the second book okay. that he wrote so I got to read a book and five chapters of the no, Bible every day? I don't day. think <laughs> You don't have to read a book at all. It's, there's no curriculum. There's no nothing. You meet together. You answer questions. You do your reading during the week. And you, if you're honest with the person that you're meeting with, you will grow. It's, it's a fact. It's it. a fact. That's a fact. That's yep. it. This is, yep. That gives me chills because yep. it's, it's yeah, as simple as putting them. water in miracle. It's gonna You're going to grow completely for free. There you go. So we're playing hockey. And at this time, we were moderately broken up with Jesus. Took a couple of years off between 2000 and 2003. Uh, some things happened, went down. Uh, we decided let's play hockey and spend all of our time on the rink, which we had a wonderful time. And even God has even redeemed that because our God is a redeemer. You know, on, on dealing with people and, and, and conflict. We, it, it, you know, in real world, we can't just rub them out in the corner like we did on the ring. It, we had to learn to deal. But <laughs> this particular time, I was given a, a, a very nice vacation from the team for three games. We, we won't, we won't <laughs> yeah, go into whoops. the reasons why. Doesn't matter. But um, uh, yeah. self control, anger. Yes. No, just <laughs> self control, <laughs> anger, all of this stuff. Probably because I wasn't walking in my just a name of you. Yes. Okay. So there was a guy, Mike Matheny, who used to play. For the Cardinals. Uh, for yep. the Cardinals. Great catcher, wonderful Christian guy that my son played hockey with him. We were friendly. And Mike would come in on occasion, 
Because the one thing we did, even when we broke up with Jesus, kind of, mm-hmm. is we always prayed before the game. Good. That was our Amen. witness. You know, and I, I guess we were loosely hanging on, uh, but we would ask, we ask Mike, yeah, will you come <laughs> please, in and pray for, before please the pray. team? Please pray. So <laughs> yeah. he would, yeah, I'd be honored to. He'd come in and Mike would pray every time he would come to the ring. And the guys are like, wow, you guys know Mike Bethany? And we're like, he's just a man. Yeah. But he's an amazing man, mm-hmm. right? Yes, well, during my three-game vacation, he came in and he goes, why are you not playing with your team? I go, well, I was given some time off. He goes, well, because I've seen you play. You certainly pay a passion, Randy. So we're looking through the uh, looking through the rink, watching my team play, and I couldn't play because my infraction. Mm-hmm. And I was asking him questions, and I, I in fact – Later on, I introduced him to Pastor Mark because he was Mark's hero. Honorary. He said, "You know, you know Mike Matheny. Yeah, we're friends. Yeah. yeah, whatever." So I called, I called him Mike on the phone. Hey, my pastor wants to meet you. This is a little bit later, but this particular time, I go, "What's it like when the crowd is like fifty thousand people, bottom of the ninth? It's come down to you. Everybody's looking at you. Not only the people in the stands, but all across the television." He goes, "Oh yeah." He goes, "I march for an audience of one." Mm-hmm. Because I march for Jesus, and I remember this verse, 2 Timothy 1.7. I've not been given a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and sound mind. And I just run it, probably because it was part of these groups that you're referring to, on my mind. And it just takes it the pressures off because it's mm-hmm. just a game. It's important. Right. But not as important. And I, it's the first verse that I memorized on my way back from the pig slop. <laughs> you know, I probably still had pig slop on me when I'm talking to him. He could probably smell me, like, you know. But I, the thing about that, I was new enough Christianese for my days of living at the King's house. I could speak a little Christianese. You know, John three right. sixteen, yeah. <laughs> Romans eight twenty eight. You know the easy ones. Yep. But he knew, and he, you know, he didn't judge me. He just kind of loved me and just said, mm-hmm. you know, why? And, and it was shortly after, within six months or a year. I can't give, but he threw seeds. We talked about that last week in one of uh-huh. our things. We talked about, you know, it'd be nice to be part of the planting, the watering, and the harvest, but we're not called to do that. We're simply one plants, mm-hmm. one waters. Yep. God brings the increase or God brings the harvest. Mm-hmm. But that was kind of my story on, on that. I thought it was pretty cool. So uh, you texted us last week. It's cool thing was because we started this new text line, and we've done uh, oh, we've for done questions? Two, yeah, two, yeah, a couple times, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. We did Phyllis Rose, and hers, hers a little more difficult. Uh, we've done Reagan's, I believe. We did Lisa Galeazzi's. Yeah, Lisa's question. And nope. uh, no, we haven't done Reagan's yet, because she. I think she's texting next week. So, what was your question, ma'am? Um, you are both called to be pastors. Maybe I would put you in the category of evangelists. How was that call given to you? When and did you balk at it, or did you say, "Yeah, I'm going right now"? It's twofold. <laughs> this is a lengthy question. We only have a couple of minutes, so I'm going to land That's the okay. plane. I remember on my way back to the king's house after being away, coming back, realizing I don't have much time ahead of me as I do behind me. It's 40, I think, when I got the call, which I think it's interesting. 40. 40. You know. It's a good number. Um, yeah. So I, I, pops I, up a lot in the Bible. I went to church, <laughs> and I really connected with the pastor because he was kind of like Tim Likes, a, a rebel pastor. You told me one time, Tim, I like you guys because you're kind of like like sea captains. They're just a little off. <laughs> like, I guess that's okay. Yeah, at least the ones I sail with were. <laughs> <laughs> I was sailing with Mark, and, and we liked him. We liked him a lot because he just did things different. And he was quirky, and he had a lot of idiosyncrasies that I liked. He wasn't polished, but it got me to reading the Word. 
It got me wanting and hungering for things of the Lord. But I remember, and it got me reading. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's the one who turned me on, and we started reading books. We were yeah. reading books. Book, Not only yeah. reading books, we were reading the Word, and we just couldn't get enough because I was such a dry spirit. It was like that little Jiffy Lube guy with no air on him that lays out in front of Jiffy Lube, be flat until the yeah. air comes in. Uh-huh. And God breathed the life back in me during those couple of years, mm-hmm. 2004 five. But I remember reading this book about Billy Graham, my personal favorite. What, what an incredible man. Besides the Apostle Paul, I don't know if anybody, anybody has done more in our time. But I'm reading this book, and Billy had a simple prayer, and it just said, Lord, I want to be used by you. Lord, mm-hmm. use me. And so I'm in the shower. I do that about once a month. <laughs> just kidding. So I'm, I'm taking a shower, and I'm praying. It's, it's my prayer time, you know. And right. I'm, Lord, I want to be used. I want to be used. I want to be used. And it's the only time that I heard an audible voice. In fact, it took me four years to tell people this. I did it at a men's conference. First time I it, it, it's too weird. Mm-hmm. God doesn't speak to people audibly most times. He communicates through the Word, through believers, through the Holy Spirit. He just doesn't operate this way. It's not his norm. Right. But this particular time, I'm praying, and, and, and it was something I'm going to use you to speak at men's conferences. Well, I was like, it was like God was in my ear. And I get out, and I run, I tell Lynn, and she was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, I was like, Lynn, you don't understand. God told me he's going to use me. Like, he's going to use me, Lynn. Okay, well, we got kids' church here in a little bit. We need to go on. I was like, I'm telling you. Well, here's the thing. On the way to church, just like in Chapter 3 of Genesis, the devil's in my mind. Did he really say that? You know, that's the oldest trick in the book. Uh, You're going back yeah, six, yeah. seven, eight thousand years. Did he really say that? And I started thinking, well, maybe I just, you know, maybe it wasn't. Maybe I had some bad pizza the night before. Maybe, well, you know, maybe I didn't. You know, so I started doubting. Right? Well, we get to the church, River Oaks Church. We're, we're still friends with, you know, Larry Rogers, a pastor. It's a good church. And mm-hmm. Forrest Elfie Gezer out that way. But at the time, it was Mark. Anyway, I come walking up, and this guy, Roy, came over. He goes, hey. He had a piece of paper in his hand. He goes, and this is an hour and a half after I heard the voice. Mm-hmm. He said, hey, uh, what are you doing next weekend? I go, I don't know. I don't know. He goes, hey, do you want to speak at a men's conference? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. I love it. Even my wife was like. <laughs> I, I, Did I, you pick her job for her? I, I, I my own job. And I was like, he goes, what's the big deal, dude? It's just a little conference. Now, the, the, the short version, I was, it was me and 12 African-American guys, and we had a blast together. Oh, and yeah. I, you know, and, and I'm just thinking to me, well, God, you got the right guy. You know, and all this stuff happened, but, you know. You're thinking stadiums. Yeah, I'm so. thinking stadiums, <laughs> promise, promise keepers. keepers. It didn't work like no. that. You know, that's been <laughs> yeah, 17 we'd years. And I love what we do now, but the second yeah. part of it was, and then, Barry, I'm have to answer your question next week. We might start with that because okay. it looks like it burned up our time. That's okay. But the second part of that, when we started going downtown, you know, it was the three amigos, me, Barry, and John was the guy's name. People were calling me pastor in 2007. And all we were trying to do is teach the Bible. We're not, no, no, I'm not, no, you are a pastor. No, I'm, I'm not. All right. Nor do I want I'm to be. I'm not. Don't call me reverend. Don't call right. me pastor. What do I call you? Call me Randy. People still call me Randy. Just call me Randy. Mm-hmm. And But the more that it happened, uh, you know, I had friends speaking into my life, you are a pastor. You've been mm-hmm. called a pastor. There's no question in my, so. And when you and finally embrace it, I think is when you're, for me, is when it really, uh, took off and when we see our old friends from high school and stuff it's like you guys yeah he chose the foolish things to change the lives <laughs> absolutely have a great week make sure to tell somebody about jesus that's all water and blood water and blood from out of his side 
where a Roman spear cut from his broken heart he offered down his love and it spilled on the ground with water and blood they drove nails through his wrist and a spike pierced his feet they left him to die suffer and bleed around his fair head a bloody crown made of thorns stripped of all dignity forsaken and scorned water and blood water and blood water and blood from out of his side